Introducing Roshane. We got this. Hunter. I didn't really think about how little some kids knew about planting. And when we first started, we sectioned off our boxes and I explained that this one area was for corn. And one of the boys said, we're growing corn? And I said, yeah. And he said, wait, I thought that comes from Kroger. And I said, well, sometimes it does. Sometimes it can come from Walmart. I said, but they don't grow it. Where do you think Kroger gets it? He goes, I don't know. I just thought they got it from another store. And I said, okay, just start shoveling. And I grabbed my phone and I start Googling how to teach higher order thinking skills to kids. We had just finished our lesson on biodiversity, teaching the kids about the importance of other animals and insects living within the garden and how they help support one another. And everyone's quiet, we're digging, and some kids are, are planting, and it's just a really nice afternoon. And one of my kids shouts out, hey, Mrs. Hunter, you never really talked to us about the birds and the bees. Does that have anything to do with gardening? And I was like, um, you're gonna ask your mama about that one. Opening guitar riff by Mike. Awesome. Card is. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm How about thrilled. you? I'm I'm doing well. I'm thrilled you've uh agreed to do this hopefully you'll still feel good on the other end of it but um you know kind of like a doctor I, visit i was so, ready to see. back out I was really <laughs> a couple seconds ago but your agent and my agent they spoke yes. and they said the terms were good and we were, exactly love it yep perfect <laughs> all right so as i ask all of my guests what is your day job just so we can kind of get a little bit of a contrast to what we're really going to hit on Sure. So during the day um, and on weekends, I, I sort of, um, I do some stunt, you know, I double as a stunt person in movies. And then the other half of the time I'm a supermodel and I got tired of that. And I decided to go into teaching because, you know, why would It's the next logical move. (laughs) Right. Um, Actually, I'm a fifth grade teacher in Farmington Hills. And um, this is my, I'm ending my 23rd year. In teaching. Wow. I know. I know you're wow. thinking I look 20. Thinking, <laughs> How? She looks 20. Um, and um, I love it. Absolutely love my job. Not many teachers say that to be. I know. Yeah. I know they don't. My wife being one who left the profession last year. I know a lot of them are. And um, I understand. I do. Yes. And, yeah. Well, I get it. But I love it. That's where I'm kids, supposed to be. The kids need you. Yes. That's what they say. <laughs> they tell me that. <laughs> just keep coming back tomorrow yep. please yeah they do they're like please don't be out tomorrow so. <laughs> because they miss you so much or they, they do so they do i don't know why they like me i'm sometimes i'm all over them but they like me so i'm gonna take it you do believe that right that's not just the substitute telling you as she's running from terror out of the room saying I'm no back. it's funny every substitute always says your kids really missed you <laughs> how bad how bad were you oh. well it's good to be wanted yes absolutely it's a good and thing 
And um, what I want to explore, you shared some stuff with me earlier, and mm -hmm. I think you've got a really fun little side gig going to your teaching job. It seems that's seemingly related to teaching, but I'll let you elaborate uh, what you do above and beyond normal classroom stuff with your fifth graders. Sure. Um, you know, I think like with every job, you start to get a little stagnant or start to think, oh, I need a little something. And I had really been considering doing something more with my students, something that would increase some student engagement. And um, I've always wanted to garden. And I okay. grew up in Livonia, which is, if you know Livonia in this area, it's not diverse at all. This is in Michigan. In Michigan. Yep. It's a suburb about 35 minutes outside of Detroit, um, just okay. west. And um, we were the only... <laughs> Middle Eastern family on the block, I think in the city, because <laughs> everybody I went to school with was, you know, everyone was Mary and Susie and I was Roisin, you know, <laughs> I mean, everyone's like, what's a Roisin? No, that's my what's name. <laughs> like so, food? I know. And, you know, my, my dad was an older dad. And so he spent a lot of time gardening. He was a very quiet man. And, you know, we, Livonia was um, these little ranch homes with chain link fences. So you shared the fence and you shared your backyard and our backyard was all garden. It was just tomatoes and okra and eggplant things. People, those people, you know, at that time didn't eat. It wasn't <laughs> right. popular. They weren't popular. Food. Kid. And I loved it. I used to garden with my dad and I loved it. But then as I got older, I was thinking, boy, I wonder if people made fun of us. So I remember calling my brother and saying, do you think people made fun of us? Our whole backyard was a garden. And he goes, yeah, I tried not to think about that, but thanks a lot. So I think we were the, the laughing stock of the neighborhood, but who cares? We, we ate healthy. Yeah. So my dad taught me how to, um, how to garden. Okay. And it was some of my best times. And so I wanted to do that. A couple months later, I go to a conference in, um, in Detroit. Mm -hmm. downtown at Cobo mm -hmm. Hall and it was called McCall and it's for um, computer teachers learning how to use computers and integrating it into technology and the keynote speaker's name was Stephen Ritz and he was a teacher from the Bronx mm -hmm. and he um, was assigned to the worst high school in the Bronx okay. and had an 11 percent graduation rate in um, it was very dysfunctional and he said within a 25 mile radius of that school there was not one grocery store and when he went exploring, he noticed there were just these 20 by 20 foot, you know, um, convenience stores, like 7-Elevens. They're like the party stores, yeah. or the liquor store. Yeah. And he was concerned that, that the kids were not being exposed to real food. Everything was packaged. Everything was manufactured. And, and um, it was just everything was just convenience. So one day he said someone sent him daffodil buds and he threw them behind his desk. And because of the, the heat and everything, they grew and his kids were enthralled with them. Wait a minute. Wait, so, hold, hold, hold on. Did he throw him? Did he said no. he threw him in his desk. He threw him behind his desk. <laughs> they the were given as a gift, and he didn't know what to do with them. <laughs> so he's like, "I don't know, thank you." But he threw him behind his desk, and there was a radiator. The heater was right there, and he said they started to bloom. And the kids, he said, the kids were all over it. They thought this was the greatest thing ever, and this was high school. Okay. He said that sparked for him. Um, a desire to introduce kids to plants and to planting. And now um, I think this is, it would have been about 10 years now. Now he has grown. He's done urban gardening in abandoned buildings in the Bronx. He has brought communities together 
And I was so, cause I had just been thinking about that. I was like, okay, God, if you want me to be yep. a gardener, you're going to, you're going to show me. And so there I was at McCall and like the heavens opened up and I was like, oh, he's talking to me. <laughs> so, so here I was, I left there and I thought, okay, all right, I'm going to do this. So I wanted just to do a garden behind, you know, outside my classroom door. But then I thought, you know what, I might do this for the whole school mm. because the school I work at has about a 45% um, free and reduced lunch. Okay. So we're a title one school. So we receive government funding and I have about 20 different languages in my school. 20. 20. Yeah. Okay. Can you detour there? Like give me a variety. I mean, I'm I'm thinking. Sure. Um, We have Russian. Yeah. Russian, Punjabi. We have Urdu, Hindu, Chaldean, Arabic, Japanese, Chinese, Hispanic, they're Mexican, there's everything. That's amazing. It it really is. We have cultures from everywhere, Hebrew, Mm -hmm. and um, it's great. But a lot of times those types of families, not always, but we get a lot of the kids who are refugees. So they tend to live in the apartment complexes that surround my school. My school's in a neighborhood, but our, you know, where we're district, our, our cutoff lines, there's a lot of apartments. So a lot of my kids in the whole school, they don't see green. They don't have these backyards. Some do. A lot of them don't. They don't understand the concept of gardening at all. And so I thought, you know, I want to do this. I really want to do this. So that's when I I started just setting things in motion. Who did did you have to sell the idea or the vision to? Well, first, my principal, he said, I'm all for it that's fine. You know, are you going to do the work? And I said, yes. And so I got some teachers who were on board and they all loved it. Yeah. Um, and I, but here's the thing in education, there's no money. <laughs> so I, I did some crowdfunding on Facebook. Okay. Um, I only raised like $400 and I thought, okay, I've got to do more. So I decided to go to the, our PTA who I knew the president was very um, green. He was very um, interested. So I went to PTA. Teacher Association? Yes, I'm sorry. PTA Parent Teacher Association. Yep. And a lot of, obviously, there um, three or four of them were actually parents from my classroom. So um, I I thought I'm going to pull at the heartstrings. But I did. I told him a story about my dad. A couple of moms got emotional. And I said, you know, relationships can be built through gardening. There are so many benefits you know, there's determination, there's kids are analyzing, they're measuring, there's so many ties to the curriculum. And it teaches them to appreciate nature, it teaches them responsibility. And they were all for it. So I had done a breakdown, I did a Google slide presentation, mm-hmm. similar to a PowerPoint. Yeah. And I did a breakdown and I needed $2,300. And that one dad said, all right, let's take a vote. And he pretty much bullied everybody. I love him into saying yes. <laughs> and he said, okay. And he, the next day I got a check and I was able to, oh, but I had to get permission to build. So after I got the money, I thought, do I ask permission or do I ask forgiveness? But I thought to do the right thing. <laughs> so I had to go to the facilities manager and I said, hi, Jim, this is Roisin at Wood Creek, room 12. And I didn't know him very well. I said, I'm the one who always complains to you about how cold my room is. He goes, oh, yeah, I know you. And I thought, oh, I'm off to a good start here. So he, um, he came. Yes, yes, I was a whiner. I've learned my lesson. So he came out and he uh, walked the grounds with me. We have a huge, huge lot where Wood Creek is at. And he said, you know, I hear your passion and I hear your, um, your desire. And I just need a commitment from you that you won't let this fall to the wayside because it's happened in some of the buildings. People have been excited about it. And then, you know, it turns to weeds. 
And I said, you know, I really want to do this. I, you know, I told him, I gave him every reason why. And he agreed. He brought his journeyman carpenter out. He leveled the ground for me. And he actually, um, I told him how much money I had raised. He actually built the first four beds for me. Mm. He didn't charge me. And, um, and that was great. I, I mean, I was very excited about that. And so now I stopped complaining about my room. I just wear <laughs> gloves and hats. Yeah, I brought long johns and I wear those in the middle of summer so to my classroom. When you, so I'm not calling him. In the class, you do not call him. <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. I have a little campfire because he's going to come rip out those beds if I complain. <laughs> so I said nothing again. So we started um, and it was a year ago this time. Um, actually, a year ago today that I actually broke ground on um, planting of the beds Ah. and yeah so it was a year ago today that we started planting with the kids and it was um, you know it was quite a journey of watching the progress of the beds being made the kids were so excited and the funny thing is they had no idea what they were being excited for (laughs) because they I was showing them about a world they really knew nothing about so many of them, they, they, they had no idea about some of this stuff, um, how things grew, what things look like, what a seed was. They thought you put a cucumber in the ground and it's going to grow. Now that could happen. But I said, we start with seeds. <laughs> we start with seeds, sit down and listen. <laughs> so, um, so we went out and um, we started planting and I think it truly was the highlight. One of the biggest highlights of my career was watching those kids start to plant you know, in, in a garden. So the end of May and then school, the school year is out roughly two two to three weeks after that though, right? Well, yeah, we were out June 15th or so last year. So we got to see, um, we got to seed and I didn't do a lot of seeds. I did a lot of um, seedlings. So a lot of little plants so the kids could, could do that. One of the great things was um, we partnered up with the, the, um, my kids are so 10 and 11. We partnered up with the younger classes and it was beautiful to see the, the leadership there and the collaboration. And we partnered up with a lot of our kids from the ASD room, kids who have autism. And my students were fabulous with them. And we got to see um, the benefits of that because I'll tell you, my kids will argue in a classroom about anything with each other. Someone will look at someone different and they'll come up to me and go, Ms. Honor, he's looking at me. And I go, okay, um, look back at him and sit down. I'm teaching. What, you know, they come up with, you know, she, she walked into me and I dropped my pencil and I said, okay, what do you want me to do? Let's problem solve. What do you want me to do? And they go, um, I don't know. I go, okay, sit down figure it out. You're, you can handle this. But we were in the garden and I'm telling you, Lonnie, the kids were engaged. 100% of those kids were working and planting and digging and fighting over shovels. And I didn't Uh. care. Uh, You know, they, because I was seeing the benefit of it. And one kid even said, um, he's, he's so funny. He's from Lebanon. And he said to me, Miss Hunter, I didn't know planting could be so fun. And I said, it is, isn't it? And I thought, here's the thing. They had no computer. They had no, um, uh, cell phone. There was no TV. Uh, it was totally disconnected yeah, from, from anything technology. And it was really funny. One of my boys, um, I love him as we were walking up, I said, Josh, come with me. Let's walk up to the shed and, and get um, a different shovel. So he walked with me and he said, you know what, Miss Hunter, this is really fun. He said, I didn't know this is fun. And he said, my mom's always asking me to garden with her. He goes, and I always thought she was just doing it to get away from my dad. I go, <laughs> I go that could part that could be part of it also, Josh. Don't let her fool you. And he said, um, he said, but you know what? I think this summer I'm going to help her. And I thought, oh. good for you. You know, 
And I said, yeah, please help her because she's she trying to get away from your dad. She needs him a lot still of needs some company so, in the dirt. Exactly. So, um, so we did that. We planted a ton, uh, a ton of stuff. You know, we planted a lot of um, stuff that was native to a lot of my parents. Okay. So I, so we made sure there was eggplant. We made sure there was okra. Some didn't grow so well. It was a learning mm-hmm. experience for us. Um, cucumbers, you know, yeah. tomatoes, a ton of lettuce, a ton of kale, um, a ton of kale. And the kids were like, what is it? I'm like, oh, you're going to love it. It's healthy. It's got all the, you're going to love it. So I lied and I lied. And I said, you're going to love just, it. So, I just saw a meme today that said, you know, if you put coconut oil on the frying pan with your kale, it scrapes out <laughs> faster when you throw it in the trash. <laughs> It's so true. And I had to, we, we ended up using it, but not for this class because how it works, the cycle is the, the class that you start out with in the fall, you sort of, you sort of um, plan with them to plant and they do all the planting and the measuring and they'll do, um, you know, they have to go online and research. How do you plant tomatoes? How, you know, because everything is a learning experience, but I'm going to make, I made them do it. They had to figure out how all this was done. And so we made some mistakes. Some of the tomatoes had to be replanted. So that, that class does the, um, you know, that part. And then in, when the summer comes, we had volunteer kids come around and parents, they came around, they volunteered, they helped. I had a schedule, they helped Mm. water, but then the kids in the next school year, they sort of, um, will get to do both things because, because this is the first, this was the first year. Um, September comes around the new school year. They're harvesting. They're harvesting, and it's still pretty warm at the beginning of the school year in the Detroit Absolutely. area. Yeah. Absolutely. So it was it was still in the 70s, 80s, and so we were able to harvest through the end, through about the middle of okay. October. And then um, we it was great. We harvested. The kids were beside themselves, so excited about that. They didn't even want to eat any of it. They were just <laughs> excited they got it. So they're like, what is this? I'm like, that's a cucumber. Like, yes, I got a cucumber. So what is this? That's squash. (laughs) This is squash. So um, this, that was the first year, you know, last, you know, this past uh, September of 2019 was the first harvest because I just started this. What tools did you really get? Tools. What tools? Tools. Oh, tools. Oh, that was the best part. (laughs) Shovels. I got, I actually got a donation okay. from GM. GM could give me a donation on a, it wasn't a GoFundMe. It's called um, okay. Ch- Donors Choose. And it's, it's really a platform for teachers to, um, to earn, to get money for different STEM projects. STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, yes. and math. And um, those are, you know, initiatives for that some schools focus on those because we, tend to focus so much on the ELA portion, you know, the reading, writing that, um, yeah, we forget about that. So I, I put out something on there and GM donated, um, uh, shovels, rakes, um, some, mm-hmm. um, those hoes, um, a ton of stuff. So are you, how do you, I, know, I know. like I'm you like, want to drive I'm over I'm here? I'm picturing so all these kids yeah. and you said you know, different grade levels, yes. the fifth graders, eldest, yes. and you know, no sword yes. fights or hits over the head with metal objects. Oh, you know what? Don't let me get you wrong. I mean, I made them out like angels. They were doing this thing where you throw um, the shovel to get it to um, hit point first <laughs> into the grass. And so I go over and I go, you know, I had to breathe. And I go, 
what's going on here? And they go, oh, um, we're testing the shovels. I go, that's not how we test the shovels. And I had to like grind my teeth and I said, get back <laughs> to the garden. Can I ask you if you did yeah. it all over again, like one or two things you do differently? Sure. Um, I think that I would not have done crowdfunding because um, I didn't see, I didn't see um, a huge, you know, amount of money there. I should have gone straight right. okay. to the community first, gone to the PTA. And um, I think I would have gotten some, I would solicited some more help because I tend to like to do things on my own. They say teachers are control freaks. I don't know what they're talking about, but I like to do it myself. And so, um, but I think I would have solicited more help from other teachers. Well, any, anything yeah. else you want to add? Any other humorous stories or insights or big takeaways from us? <laughs> well, okay, so I'll tell you. You might need tissue for this, okay? So it's I've a little emotional. Leave is ready. Right. But one of the things, okay, good. Um, one of the things I do every day is I do a class meeting with my kids. And when I was explaining to them about the garden, I said this. I said to them, okay, underneath that soil, there's a lot of great things happening to a plant. There's roots and there's water. There's a ton of things happening. And I said, each plant sort of grows in its own time. And I said, that's a lot like you, you know, you're going to grow it in different ways than some of your classmates. You're going to be bigger in some ways. You might be better at something than someone else. I said, so everything just takes time. I said, make sure your roots, who you are yeah, inside is grounded. You know, yeah. you've got good qualities, you know? And I was, I was like, so proud of myself. I was like, man, someone <laughs> should have recorded me. I was proud of myself. And then there's the one kid who goes, I don't get it. And I'm like, Oh, oh look, there's the bell. We're leaving. <laughs> What's your setup right now? What are you doing? Or what are you, um, how are you set up? Um, I have a phone to my ear. I might lose you. Hold on. That's all right. Did does. I lose you? No. No, I'm still all here. All right. You're still there. Yeah. Um, make your first episode. Oh, what if I start my own podcast? No. My daughter told me. <clears throat> this is good. He can still hear me, so we're good. Okay. All right. I love you. What? I'm sorry, what? Problem solved. No, she didn't say I love you, too. No, I was waiting for I love you, too. <laughs> She says, kept walking, kept on walking, kept walking, just I am her. loved.